Okay, are we live? Yes. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Slam Up Wrestling. Myself, Supreet, and this is your... E- I was about to say AEW. WWE Royal Rumble 2022 review. And I'm joined by Spandan here. Spandan, tell me, man, what did you think about uh, the 2022 edition of Royal Rumble? We know, uh, let me tell you something. Like, if you love WWE, hate WWE, Royal Rumble is something that every fan, you know, uh, is excited for. If I'm correct on that note. Yeah, you're absolutely. But uh, this one, uh, the excitement level, like I said, is always high. But uh, this, the only one word that I want to describe this year's Rumble is underwhelming. Okay. So, first of all, you dare not cut the AEW part you were going to say from the review. That has to be there. But I get it. You're only doing AEW reviews these days. So, it's kind of obvious. So, yeah, talking about the Royal Rumble, uh, excitement, yes. But the word I would use for the 2022 one is intrigue. Because it was perhaps one of the most, uh, you know, unpredictable shows, you could say. And the fact that we had a first-time ever match, two Rumble matches. Mm -hmm. We had a title match for the Universal title and we had a couple of more filler matches. The intrigue was there that who's going to win. Yeah, but underwhelming, Mm -hmm. to be honest, because you didn't like a lot of the stuff. A lot of the stuff didn't end the way people wanted it to. So, Mm -hmm. hmm, underwhelming, not up to par as other pay-per-views of WWE, but we've seen worse. We've seen Extreme Rules. We've seen Survivor Series. It wasn't that bad, but yeah, it did set up some stories for the future. And uh, the reason I used the under, like you had your usual surprises for the Royal Rumble. Uh, but uh, yeah, it wasn't that, you know, like a great, great show. Even last year's Rumble, even in the Thunderdome, it was, there was something different. This year, they, WWE, like always went back to their old will. Hmm. The Thunderdome show was good, to be honest. You had Goldberg, Drew, you had Reigns, Owens, which was so good. The Rumble matches were great. Edge and Bianca and all of that. Great show. But this year, the intrigue was there about who's going to win. Plus, the matches were very high profile. So, you did look forward to the show. And Rumble is a time everyone comes together. It's a family show. You watch with your family, you watch with your friends. I saw a lot of people comment and text me that uh, we are going to watch the Rumble. We don't watch WWE these days. So that is also there that people do come back for the Rumble. But yeah, it did start on a sour note and it ended on a sour note. So that's why people didn't uh, like it a lot. But yeah, the 2021 uh, did do well and this one actually fell off a note. But yeah, the surprises did make some people happy. And speaking about fell off a note, my camera, I think, fell off a note. I'm frozen into another universe. So bear with me for a second. And I hope this fixes. At least there's an audio. So mm. uh, we'll talk, get into the entirety of this card. But before that, if you're new to Slam Up Wrestling, make sure to like, share, subscribe. Do all that fun stuff. Check out our other content. It's provided in the description below. So there was no nothing to look forward in the kickoff show. I think this is the one thing WWE has, you know, really worked on, you know, don't give any random matches on the kickoff show. Like, 
anyways there wasn't any you know look forward to match like always on a kickoff show mm. there was a time they used to put cruiserweight matches that was something to look forward to nowadays it doesn't even exist that is dead and buried and in the past so could on wwe you know keeping it one hour you know don't not making it two hour kickoff show and have booker t say shakira ki quack quack yeah they worked on it and to be honest they don't uh, you know not have kickoff matches a lot they generally do so it was a good note to not have a kickoff match because generally you look forward to the main show you know for a fact if a match is on the kickoff show it's not going to be good you had damian priest and shinsuke nakamura at survivor series and that's a match people were looking forward to it was on the kickoff show it ended in a dq in less than 2 minutes so you know on the kickoff show nothing is important so conversations on the kickoff show are enough you have these legends they can make their predictions and all some superstars might come and give filler uh, segments and stuff but you don't need a match you had shamus and ricochet sometime back and it was meaningless you don't need it mm-hmm. so that's fine you don't need a kickoff match you can just talk and make people look forward to the main show but they kicked off with uh, the universal championship match this is uh, set rollins facing the champion our tribal chief roman reigns so first of give me your small take on the entire build to this match like mm. we all know roman is running out of his you know his challengers on the smackdown side because that roster is almost dead so you have to bring in a raw guy here in in set rollins so give me your small take on the whole build up to this match mm. so drew was injured jeff was released that is the main reason i think their original plan was always reigns lesnar at mania so they wanted to do jeff at rumble drew at uh, saudi and then lesnar at mania but their plans got screwed when they released jeff and then drew got injured for a while and we didn't expect him to come out today as well so that was the original plan but yeah seth rollins coming in randomly i think i saw it in some review that uh, it would have been good if adam pierce or sonya deville just randomly said because seth rollins got three more challenges at day 1 which was originally going to be a singles match that is the reason he has been given this one on one match but they didn't say it they just randomly put rollins in it's not bad it's just that uh, we've been watching this story uh, enhance since a year rollins and reigns if you see 2021 this has been happening wrestlemania backlash when cesaro got beat by roman rollins came out money in the bank rollins and reigns had a face off so rollins has made it obvious he wants the universal championship so i didn't have a problem with that and their feud was great their promos were good and it was shocking that they included uh, ambrose and mox and those words john moxley basically they said shield a lot of times and stuff but they forgot the 2017 to 2019 phase of these two superstars because that was the main phase of the reunion of the shield emotional moments roman's leukemia ambrose leaving a lot of the stuff had to be left but it's okay they chose the uh, shield breakup as the center point for the rivalry and there's no problem in that so i like the rivalry good points shows roman's vulnerability that roman reigns can lose his cool 
he can be vulnerable can lose and the entire feud has been that rollins is better than reigns he they've shown that seth rollins will beat roman reigns and roman reigns cannot just come out of this match as champion but eventually he does and we see a good story here but just a bit dissatisfied with the ending but i for sure know that they are going ahead with it for the next pay per view premium live uh, sorry do you think the shield breakup and the whole story of you know where that went is a little overdone now at this point i don't think so because it's not been openly said a lot after ambrose left in 2019 the shield breakup stuff hasn't been said a lot so just the fact that they could mention mox moxley again and again they weren't saying moxley they were saying mox to just avoid a lot of uh, name dropping but they did say his name again and again and the shield point is a good point to start to be honest because if they talk about the 2017 to 19 phase there's not much to argue about they were together in that phase but the shield part is the point to argue about so that was a good point to take and rollins has been phenomenal with his trip god gimmick he's been great at promos great at character work roman reigns as usual we know he's so good at his job right now and his promos have dipped a little i would say because he's saying the same stuff but now that uh, someone has joined him again uh, betraying someone else not giving spoilers but you've obviously watched the show if you're here so now that he's back there'll be something extra to the story but i think they're going to do a rematch in saudi arabia so let's talk about the match like uh, i don't know man it was they had a good match a good three star match but uh, mostly they were doing the same old stick i guess you know i think Uh, you know, if you have seen their matches in the past, like they haven't wrestled a lot in singles, but mm. still the same elements. But uh, at the end of the day, it was a good match. Like I said, a final three-star match. I thought it they're going to go a little overboard here and give you a solid opener, but uh, it didn't it didn't turn out to be in, in that way. So give me your little you know two cents on this match. Mm. So yeah people did expect a match of the year quality match and it's obvious to expect it out of two superstars like Reigns and Rollins and if you just see their past their simple uh, I think there's a match in 2017 on Raw that they have that's incredible their money in the bank match was awesome they've had great matches they have great chemistry for sure but this one they did something different they went big move after big move Uh, the table bump single handed uh, you know uh, shield bomb through the table did the stomp did the spear outside superman punch it was just move after move and it's a good story you don't need a classic match to start with but it should have ended well the fact is wwe's entire story is that incredible match bad finish that's always the story because if you end on a sour note it makes people believe that the match was also not good which in this case is wrong the match was good it was a bit of a car crash type of scenario and let us not forget that seth rollins entered with the shield theme song which was the shocker of the night for me because we expected some of the returns of the royal rumble but this was really an unexpected for me and this was a good touch to the story 
including that uh, you know when seth was beaten up he was fallen down and still extending the fist bump so a lot of storytelling to be honest we weren't expecting a match we were expecting a good story to be told and they're still going to continue it so maybe we're going to get more stories in the future on smackdown episodes maybe the 2017 to 19 phase they may be saving it for it mm. but i didn't i didn't like when they that rollins came out to the shield attire and the team i was more looking forward to his you know his usual thing uh, I, uh like i don't like like his current team but it's still you know uh what's the word i'm looking for like it's still catchy enough to you know get me pop yeah but the story was that the uh, shield thing the shield story makes uh, roman emotional makes him vulnerable makes him look weak and stuff so that's why he uh, came out with the shield gear and the shield music i think it was a good touch to the story but eventually when they have their rematch i think he's going to be back to the visionary theme song because rollins just doesn't have a bad uh, theme song he has had three and all three of them have been great so when i uh, see their rematch in saudi i'm expecting the visionary character to come out finally so let's try to talk about some of the highlights here so uh, like you just said it was more of a car crash match both these men you know uh, are a little familiar to their style like they went at a you know 100 miles per hour you know uh, pace here so like they were exchanging big moves from the get go i thought i think we seen the storm being delivered in the initial parts roman kicks out uh we see them fighting on the outside rollins hit a really good looking power bomb on the outside uh, michael michael cole called it the shield bomb no michael it's a power bomb the shield bomb is a triple power bomb idiot <laughs> so uh like i said big exchanging moves you know they're kicking kicking out of these big moves to these big finishers i think even roman even got the spear at one point a bunch of spears so like you mentioned a one one of the spots where Ro- uh, seth rollins is down and roman isn't able to you know get the job done and seth is just laughing at roman and uh, roman is pissed and we see some ground and pound and the final moments were Ro- uh, roman locked in the guillotine and i thought this was it that the match is going to a finish but seth rollins somehow made it to the ropes crowd pop big for that but roman wasn't leaving the hold the referee begged him to leave and even did the uh, five count so referee had no choice decided to you know call the match so this went to a no dq crowd booed a lot like you said we need a decent finish right after a match like this like uh, to be honest it wasn't a good good match i already rated rated it uh, about 3 stars but uh, there you go a non finish and uh, post match action here with roman like uh, still continuing on with the whole like uh, did all due respect to the shield element of the story you know telling so what happened was roman grabbed a steel chair as you know crowd is booing the hell out of this guy and uh, this time he turned the table on rollins because the initial set uh, sorry shield breakup was set rollins turning his back on his brothers you know mm-hmm. taking a steel chair shot to the back of roman 
but this time it was Roman who was doing uh, like it was uh, a reversal of roles. So he would swing the chair on Seth Rollins' back and he uh, went down the same way Roman did in the initial breakup. Yeah. So that's a good point that they noticed. They made it very similar. And I see a character change, to be honest. Seth Rollins, over the uh, past few months, he's slowly been transitioning into a face character. People are singing his theme song. Uh, people are liking his suits. Everything is going well. And today, I think someone predicted that there's going to be a double uh, character change. So people booed the hell out of Roman Reigns. And yes, he is a heel. But people love him these days. They love the tribal chief. And they seem to hate the visionary. But today, they were awesome cheers for Seth. Because obviously, he brought the nostalgia factor with the Shield theme song and gear. They hated Roman for causing the disqualification. So I see a face and heel character change here. And moving forward, there's going to be a lot of uh, storytelling from these two superstars. And obviously, a clean finish in Saudi Arabia at Elimination Chamber. And by God, Roman beat the shit out of Rollins with those steel chair shots. Yeah, there were around 20 to 25 shots that he hit him with and he was going absolute bonkers. And it shows that, you know, I feel there is a, a tad bit of storytelling here that Roman Reigns can't beat Seth Rollins. That is why he choked him out, caused the disqualification, because somewhere even he feels that I'm not capable enough to beat Rollins. So I'll just do this. I'll keep my title. So I think that's going to be the main story uh, and focus. I think they're uh, finally going to forget about their past and going to talk about what is going to happen in the future. Talk about their characters. Seth is going to say, oh, you couldn't beat me. You don't think you can beat me and all of that stuff. Roman will say, I just came out champion. You didn't and all of that. So I think it's going to be more character work, less uh, talk about their past. So, obviously, building towards a rematch, so they do it at Elimination Chamber? Elimination Chamber in Saudi Arabia. So, they've combined two pay-per-views. Generally, this is Super Showdown. So, they've combined it because they want six weeks for WrestleMania. It's going to be six weeks of build-up for WrestleMania. So, if they do tell good stories, then they can continue with it. But we were expecting a name change for Elimination Chamber due to obvious reasons. But there's not. So, yeah, Elimination Chamber, Roman versus Seth. I think there's going to be some stipulation added. And uh, overall outcome of this match and the way they are going to, I think it was fine. It was not that bad or another rematch or some sort. It was your traditional way to book another rematch of some sorts. Yeah, they'll do it in Saudi. And I don't think... Uh, Seth is going to win the title because a lot of people were predicting Seth Rollins is going to dethrone Roman today. But I think business-wise, uh, storyline-wise, it would be really stupid to take the title of Roman right now. He, he is technically, not technically, he's objectively the biggest guy you've got, the biggest name you have. So him entering WrestleMania as champion has to be the case. So yeah, Reigns versus Rollins, expect a good match in Saudi, expect a clean finish and then Rollins and KO will probably go for the Raw Tag Team titles and Reigns enters the feud with Rumble winner Lesnar. But uh, there you go. That was the that was how they began this pay-per-view. And uh, the second matchup was the women's Royal Rumble match. And 
they like lot of surprises you know like they really went back to the well with this one you know bringing back lot of women from the deepest era yeah they did melina to start they did uh, you know kelly kelly they did uh, marison beth phoenix later on in a match but yeah they did want to talk about the divas era a lot but they even called the beth phoenix a world champion when did the divas championship become a world championship so talking about the women's rumble i think there were a lot of blasts from the past so you do like to see legends a lot of them were announced but when they were announced you knew that they're saving someone big uh, for a pop and they announced the rest of the returns early so yeah i like the returns i like the current superstars battling the returns and couple of unexpected ones so yeah overall a good experience um i don't know man these you know the names that were involved was little underwhelming at this point mm. so now what this is the fifth year we're getting a women's world rumble mm. yeah well, this most, is yeah. and most of these ladies from the past were not even like we were not looking forward to even see in this rumble yeah it's okay to be honest because wwe's women's roster of raw and smackdown combined is just 21 and nxt does have a lot of superstars but i think vince just forgot that nxt 2.0 exists we had no women from nxt oh. in the rumble we had no men in the uh, from nxt in the rumble i don't know because he didn't have anyone from nxt so they just had to fill up so they brought a lot of old women Oh, Vince forgot about NXT 2.0, huh? Mm, like usual. Like, I think this rumble would have been way better if we got at least five, six ladies from those roster. Like, where was Dakota Kai? Imagine Dakota Kai. Gonzalez. Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez. You could have had NXT Women's Champion Mandy Rose. It could have been a good outing for Toxic Attraction. Io freaking Shirai, Zoe Stark. Indy Hartwell, so many uh, girls who could have come here and uh, entered the rumble, but they didn't. Instead, you have Melina, who's bulked up a lot. I don't know why, and eliminated in like ten seconds for no reason. You had Kelly Kelly and all of those superstars. You have current stars who could fill that. It it would still be surprises because they're not uh, Raw or SmackDown superstars. I don't know what goes through their mind, but. Uh, now that i think of it i will get uh, bring the same point about the men's rumble as well where, like where were your initial big nxt talents you know out, one. out of nxt i was expecting only two to show up i was expecting braun breaker and grayson waller but neither of those came out so i just thought that they forgot an nxt because they there was no sign that nxt exists and every year we have seen at least minimum one guy to show up In 2018, you had Andrade and Adam Cole come out. In 2020 and stuff, you had uh, these um, Pete Dunne, Alistair Black, all these guys show up in the Rumble. So they do have superstars. Didn't you hear, watch all of that stuff? LA Knight, Roderick Strong, Champa, Pete Dunne, all of them are doing dark matches now on SmackDown and Raw. And people were expecting them to come, and they were expecting Gunther to make a debut as well. But no NXT involvement, man. But mm. 
anyways a very flat women's war rumble if you ask me but you know the one thing that was great about it mm-hmm. sasha banks outfit these <laughs> she had a sailor uh, i think it was sailor moon inspiration gear and it was great she looked like a absolute star and uh, i was shocked when she got eliminated in the initial you know moments sasha banks was the favorite to win the rumble and she randomly got eliminated same can be by, said about the i don't even remember yeah, by zelina vega <clears throat> okay so random eliminations talk about the men's match aj styles got eliminated by freaking madcap moss biggie got randomly eliminated by rk bro these guys are just throwing out favorites and just not giving them anything to work with sasha banks came out as a star she just returned from injury and people were expecting her to win the match but she didn't so you could have kept her at least till top 4 but eliminating in such a random way absolute crap so that's where my initial interest went away for this match there were your other favorites like liv morgan and bianca belair thankfully they kept you know gave you some hope that you know they're going to do something different and when bianca belair came in the excitement for this match went to the next level for some initial moments then you had like you said kelly kelly who by the way is my crush stellis okay. but uh, she is no legend yeah uh, into so the, is uh, into Samare. the metaverse yeah so is samare she is not even a legend okay and then um, you had your other uh, ladies from the past like you had cameron remember mm. her from the funk conductors yeah i immediately thought as brodus clay entering the women's rumble yeah thankfully he didn't but uh, there was some storytelling going on here because before cameron sonia devel was out there she went to the commentary table mm. and uh, when she learned that cameron is is naomi's best friend she this uh, entered the rumble and beat the shit out of cameron and got rid of her thank you sonia so immediately naomi was the next entrant they had a little brawl so sonia is jumped instantly i think after that charlotte flair came in you know the big names started coming in and naomi was immediately uh, sorry eliminated immediately i think it was from charlotte flair mm. thanks to some assist from sonia yeah um then you had uh, other names like the new names like rhea ripley nikki ash who stands for almost a heel nowadays from not wrong <laughs> almost a super villain it should be nikki ash the one thing i liked about her is that she absolutely beat the shit out of molly holly and the crowd booed the hell out of her yeah it was superhero as a superhero so that was cool to see uh, we had ivory in there as well so this was a kind of a big return and uh, she came out to the right to censor thing Uh, mm. she was she was she made a made an entrance cutting her you know right to censor like promo saying she it's been a long time but nothing has changed it's everything is just the same i agree on her uh, 100% like yeah, nothing no. has changed <laughs> no a lot has changed i agree you've gotten old but uh, the same old uh, thing you know something stayed the same but she was you know uh, describing some other stuff 
So she gets dumped instantly by Rhea Ripley. So uh, then the big surprise that everyone predicted in the last 24 hours or so, Ronda Rousey uh, showed up. I think it was on number 28. Yeah, number 28. And uh, she came back. She looked decent enough. What did you think about Ronda's uh, comeback here? Yeah, she's lost a lot of weight, but that's obvious. She's just given birth. So they tend to lose some weight here and there. Becky looked extremely thin when she came back at SummerSlam as well. So yeah, I popped too damn hard for Ronda Rousey and we had put up some bets on who's going to win the women's and men's rumble. So I had picked Ronda Rousey and just 24 hours ago, we had reports from Wrestling Inc. and all of that, that Ronda Rousey has officially signed a one-year deal and she's also on the roster of Friday Night Smackdown. I don't know what that was, but I did uh, read a lot of that and I uh, had my pick as Ronda. So really happy she's back. A big star, to be honest, because no matter what you say, after she left in 2019, the roster really lacked. Like, we felt the need of Ronda Rousey. She brings star power. She brings global audience to the WWE. And now that she's back, it's a big, big thing. Another thing I want to point out is random eliminations we were talking about. Let's talk about Liv Morgan. The Bella Twins eliminate Liv Morgan. Why? Why do the Bella Twins need eliminations? They can just stay in the ring. People are there to see them. See them return. See them do something. They're obviously going to win the women's tag titles at WrestleMania. So why eliminate someone like Liv Morgan? Give them some time. And plus, uh, as I mentioned before we started the recording, that Mickey James entered with the Impact Championship. uh, Knockouts title, which is... And she came out to Hardcore Country. Yeah, that is also something different. She didn't come out to her generic bad theme song from WWE. Yeah, this this, this theme uh, bangs. Yeah, it's a great theme. And yeah, we saw a lot of guys, uh, girls, sorry. We expected Bailey and Asuka to come back. Asuka was uh, reportedly cleared, but they probably saved it so that it doesn't get overshadowed by the Ronda return. So... Bailey is obviously not coming back anytime soon because her injury was major. So, really happy that Ronda Rousey came back and really happy that she won as well. Mm, um, you just mentioned about the Impact Knockout Champion, Mickey James, uh, showing up. She got a good reaction. Crowd were into her. Uh, Lita actually got the biggest pop, I guess. Yeah. After uh, Rousey, I guess. Yeah, Lita's theme song is so good. That's why people pop every single time it plays. So, and by the way, we forgot to mention, uh, you mentioned Liv Morgan here, you know, getting eliminated by the Bellas. Uh, Sarah Logan was Mm. kind of a surprise. She lasted just a couple of minutes and there was a small reunion of her and Liv, which Mm. uh, crowd gave a good reaction to her. You know, the former uh, Riot Squad members with no Ruby Riot this time. So... There you go, Liv Morgan is taken out of the Rumble. Uh, you mentioned the Bella Twins. Uh, it was something to see Brie Bella do the yes chance. Mm, I was like, okay, nice. Your husband is in AEW. I'm literally watching the Rumble. Every single entrant, you somehow relate somebody to AEW. Like Sarah Logan comes out, I think of Ruby Soho in AEW. And Sarah Logan was a surprise to me. I think I for sure think this is a one-time appearance. Because she was fired, plus she's just given birth. 
so that that is the reason she didn't uh, you know take a lot of bumps or stuff she just got eliminated really quickly but yeah good reunion simple stuff and uh, like i said this uh, the only good thing is the final moments when we came to the final four because mm. shayna baszler is in there uh, ronda rousey is in there charlotte is in there of course charlotte will be there final <laughs> four and bianca so mm. at this point the uh, the match really picked up there was some excitement you know you're going to do something different but and that excitement was short as charlotte dumped both shayna and bianca uh, at the same time there was something going on between shayna and ronda they didn't do much over there but uh, final two were charlotte and ronda and ronda immediately dumped charlotte and there you go ronda rousey has won the women's rumble very predictable and uh, yeah she just walked off that was whole whole demeanor yeah she even celebrate walked off too quickly she pointed at the wrestlemania sign which ladies and gentlemen started melting once the pyro hit it because i don't know it was made of some cheap material so that section was evacuated as well so that is that but yeah ronda rousey didn't want to be there she just won and left and the sad part is you know that they're going for rousey charlotte and not ronda becky that is the saddest part because obviously they were the last two reports of ronda ronda being on smackdown and not on raw the ending stare from charlotte to ronda everything points at ronda and charlotte at wrestlemania people want becky but they won't give it to us because obviously wwe doesn't give us what we want so yeah rousey charlotte at wrestlemania their survivor series 2018 match even though even that ended in a dq but was a freaking banger of a match so looking forward to it um but nonetheless with the outcome and all this was you could say one of the worst rumble at least from the women's side i liked it to be honest i liked the some of the returns i uh, didn't like the randomness of liv morgan's elimination sasha's elimination and stuff very quick eliminations of the legends as well because they didn't take a lot of bumps lita stood there for a while michelle mcool a name we forgot to mention was there for a while so i don't think worst i would say 2020 was one of the worst because of the charlotte thing but yeah not bad mm i prefer the 2020 one over this for some okay. reason at least there was some depth to that one it's opinion nonetheless nonetheless uh, the men's uh, 2020 was a banger yeah no comparison yeah for obvious reason mm. like several reason but uh, let's stick to this rumble here so next off uh, this is a rumble you going to the next match is going to be a failure like crowd is going to be dead obviously so this is the raw women's championship match between uh, pecky lynch big time bex pecky lynch versus uh do 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 pepper niven oh uh, yeah that yeah pepper niven who i shall not call dodra so this this was actually a really good match man even the crowd exactly. was dead this was actually a good match yeah the point is the wrestlemania sign started uh, you know melting after ronda's pointing to it then a section of close to 50 to 60 people were removed from that area and everyone was focused there 
So Sean Rossap also, uh, you know, reported it that if you think the crowd is dead during this, that's the reason they're looking at that side. So to be honest, I like this match. It was a great match. And the fact that they're slowly building some stars over time is good. Liv Morgan having that main event on Raw on the day, exact day, uh, 16 years to Lita and Tristratus, uh, that is a major thing. Her day one championship match, someone like Doudrop, Piper Niven, okay. But whatever it is, she is getting a main stage, a pay-per-view, I'm not going to say premium live event, Nikhan, a pay-per-view stage, and that's a major stage. So it's good that they're slowly building stars. We didn't expect her to win the title. We knew Becky was going to win. But even Becky couldn't bring the star power for the crowd to be interested in this match. This was surely a filler, badly timed spot because this should have been the mixed tag. Edge's theme song, Edge's entrance would have kept the crowd alive. That should have been the next match. But they went ahead with this one and the crowd fell dead. And what happened actually? Did the WrestleMania sign actually started melting? Like, what the fuck happened? Yes, exactly. So, Ronda pointed at it. They did the pyro. And it's probably made of some cheap-ass material from China. The WrestleMania sign started melting. And the flames started falling down the melted parts on the crowd. So, they evacuated around 50 to 60 people from that small section. They lowered the, uh, you know, WrestleMania sign. They probably uh, washed it with some uh, something. Uh, took it up again, then took the fans back. And that happened after Brock showed it to the sign as well. Yeah, Brock, I, I think Brock completely destroyed the sign, I guess, at that <laughs> But uh, nonetheless, this match was actually good. And uh, I thought I actually preferred it over the Rumble match that I saw. Like, do drop at several points, actually crushed Becky Lynch with those sentons. Looked devastating. And... Uh, like both women were working really hard and I have to say Piper Niven is actually a pretty great wrestler. Mm, honestly, there's no doubting it. She's a great wrestler. She's obviously, uh, you know, as per report, she's being fit into the role of Nia Jax in WWE, but she is way, way better. She can wrestle. That triple threat between her, Bianca and Liv on Raw was phenomenal. I liked that match a lot. And this match as well, they're slowly building stars. Now they're becoming household names. Just imagine, she was in NXT UK. I don't know how many people watch that show. But now to have a championship match against someone as big as Becky Lynch in front of 44,000 people, that's a huge thing. You're getting, you know, exposure. So that's a big thing. And I like this match, but the crowd just didn't get into it for obvious reasons. The WrestleMania sign reason. And... It's just decent that I don't think there's going to be a rematch because Becky is obviously going to move to her next program, which could be anyone on Raw. I don't know. Maybe Rhea Ripley. That could be a great match. Lynch and Rhea Ripley could be great. And then eventually, I think Bianca is somehow going to get to WrestleMania to Becky. I don't think they'll do a women's chamber in Saudi. I don't think so. But somehow, maybe some number one contender battle royal or something. And it's going to be Becky and Bianca at maybe. Um... So, like I said, uh, Piper Niven uh, was uh, had some great offense in this match, but uh, at the end, like I we we even saw Becky Lynch doing the Molly Gora, which is a Molly Holly move, uh, got a good near fall. So at the end, it was Lynch hitting the manhandle slam from the second rope, and uh, there you go, Becky Lynch retains. Really good showing for Piper Niven. 
that do drop name is so stupid man the theme song is good but it's just too much to expect from fans you cannot expect people to get behind a superstar a heel superstar named do drop and then she's doing the do drop you cannot at this expect. point yeah at this point the gunther name will grow over me rather than the do drop it's not gunther it's guntha guntha you better say it right yeah so yeah, yeah. do do drop is going to uh, you know remain her name until and unless wwe rehires eva marie for the 900 millionth time and then puts her again with do drop but uh, as we move on uh, what was next i think this is the time we got the wwe championship match yes so this is between brock lesnar and uh, bobby lashley uh, lesnar was accompanied by paul heyman uh, lashley was accompanied by mvp uh, the one thing i want to say i haven't watched like nowadays i don't watch wwe like uh, strictly you know uh, see what's happening on raw or smackdown but i have to say i heard great reviews about lesnar and lashley everything they did in terms of build up and i tried to even go you know out of my way and watch these segments and whatever i saw you know looked really great like this uh, the farmer brock lesnar thing is very entertaining not going to lie and um, this was a big dream match you had some expectations and the package that they did with the narrator talking about history of both men with their amateur wrestling skills both men going to you know uh, mixed martial arts like lesnar going to ufc lashley going to bellator. Uh, bellator they talked about their wwe career like lesnar quickly uh, rose to the top of wwe you know become wwe champion but lashley initially didn't reach his potential until he came back and finally became champion so that was a really good package i loved it so about the match uh, one thing to point out lastly i'm giving full points for his white gear you know that i am a sucker for white gear in wrestling sorry i was drinking water so yeah white gear i think everybody likes white gear and i don't think vince likes it a lot so you don't see it very often he's probably going back to the black on raw but yeah one time appearance good stuff i think you also hate white gear if i'm not wrong no i don't hate white gear i like it when was this conversation uh, uh yeah. nxt takeover in your no, no 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 extreme rules carmela on the kickoff show so yeah i've seen better white gears but i don't think this was a bad white gear lashley with white looks great so i don't think he's going to keep it for long though because vince doesn't like white so we are getting this dream match uh, paul emond did the introduction uh, like always in a long time and, yeah it's, it's been a while it's been a while yeah. the crowd you know uh, was you know joined in with the introduction really love that bit it's a like it really gets you gets you hyped uh, regarding brock lesnar and all so you get to this match and the match starts with a lock up and this is a brock lesnar match we are talking about <laughs> really surprised then we you know i think they were trying to you know do some amateur wrestling but uh, lesnar with a simple german uh, lastly just woke up like it was nothing 
and this time lastly returned the favor with a german of his own lesnar with the same uh, completely no sorted like they are actually having a amateur wrestling match and then uh, pace picked up like uh, we see you no know, i think lesnar was quickly going for an f5 lastly it is spear lesnar went to the outside lastly was going for a spear through the barricade but uh, lesnar said psych and he moved out of the way hence uh, yeah hence proving my point that bobby lashley is the most confused man on earth there you go he's not he's not confused but yeah i do feel that the barricade spot is overused these days like uh lesnar went through the barricade with a spear from lashley at day 1 and just the following night he's uh, lashley speared shelton benjamin through the barricade there's no reason to do that you can save the barricade spot a bit so yeah lashley i think we were uh, i wouldn't say i was underwhelmed from this because these days we have a lot of expectations from matches but i think this was a good match because lashley and lesnar we expected a car crash of 5 minutes but it was more than that they said a great story they no sold a lot of the moves in the start like lashley wasn't selling the suplexes lesnar wasn't selling the suplexes either and the first suplex that lashley gave to lesnar that was a oh my god moment because you don't see lesnar being thrown around like that yeah like these suplexes were legit like they were drop both of them were dropping each, each other, other on the head or the on the head on and the neck and that the the initial suplex on lesnar was like oh my god he's dead <laughs> because you don't see a guy like lesnar being thrown around very often and when lashley does it it makes lashley feel relevant and bigger in front of lesnar so that was a big yeah. thing hmm. so at this point i'm really digging this match and uh, there was this funny part hmm. like so now uh, lesnar is an offense now we go to suplex city with all the suplexes i think he had six suplexes on a row mm. and what happened was i 100% guarantee you lashley was blown up okay he was tired yeah. he was yeah. done lashley was landing not selling the uh, suplexes the right way because you're supposed to jump and fall on your back he was going the sideways he was going this way for the suplex landing and that's not the right way but he was bro, blown out bro at he was blown out like he didn't want to be there like that was his uh, limit it, mm. his health bar died after that bearing <laughs> spot i guess and uh, these suplexes were very really awkward and i almost felt little you know bad and, uh, for uh, lastly that he's going to die in the middle of the ring so it's hitting the german suplexes and all and then we see lester you know going for the finish the f5 but lashley escapes locks in the hurt lock and that was say could say very interesting you know comeback uh, for lashley hmm. and i don't know what happened next how did uh, he escape the hurt lock actually uh, lesner turned himself and pushed lashley into the corner into the referee so they took the referee bump but the referee recovered early which is utterly shocking then lesner broke the hurt lock picked lashley up did the f5 onto the referee so referee knocked down and then we see the roman stuff mm, yeah so yeah there was a referee knockout spot uh, thanks to lash uh, sorry lesner and 
Lesnar actually hit the F5, and that also, you know, referee came into contact with that. So, referee is down at the crucial part of this match. And uh, I was suspecting maybe the hurt business, the former hurt business, Shelton, or someone shows up. But it turns out to be Roman Reigns. Uh, real kind of predictable in, in terms of, you know, who could show up. Roman Reigns shows up, hits the Superman punch on Lesnar. No, it was the spear. No, I think he hit him with the Superman punch, I guess. No, he hit him directly with the spear and then the tactic. Uh, okay, but before that, once he knocked out uh, Lesnar, he set his sights on Paul Heyman. And we mentioned before, Paul Heyman is a Oscar-level, you know, worthy actor. The expression on his face, uh, holding on to the WWE Championship. And then, for some reason, Roman pointed out, uh, you know, uh, towards uh, Heyman, and Heyman uh, gave the WWE Championship to Roman Reigns. That was a the big shocker. Like he finally betrayed someone in this whole long going storyline. So it was uh, Lesnar, of course. He aligned himself back with Roman. Roman gets the WWE, WWE Championship and the bell shot to Lesnar. Lesnar is knocked out at this point. So Lashley had nothing to do, pain Lesnar at this point, and he's a new WWE champion. Uh, in a way, this was bullshit in terms of booking. And okay. uh, like I wanted, I wanted to see a really solid finish, man, a really clean finish. I could so, have taken Lesnar winning here because. I was actually predicting, I, I don't know if I said to this, or it is a usual fan theory that I really wanted to see that champion versus champion match at WrestleMania. Mm, but that was never the plan, to be honest. We knew this inter- uh, interference was going to happen, be it the other way around as well. Many people predicted that it will be Lesnar who will be keeping the title and him interfering in the Reigns match, Reigns losing and winning the Rumble. But we saw the uh, saw it the opposite way. So you had to expect Roman here, and this is great character work. Did you see the way Roman smashed the title, but then threw it off like this? So it has always been his motto that the WWE Championship means nothing. It has always been the point. When John Cena came back, you're good enough to win the WWE Championship. You're not good enough to win the Universal Championship. He didn't care about Biggie. He gave didn't give two hoots about Biggie. So it's always been his mantra that the WWE title doesn't matter. So he threw it away, leaves the ring, Paul Heyman follows him. The crowd got too hyped for this. So we now do have the special counsel back and Lashley pins uh, Lesnar. So yes, the almighty era has returned and there's a lot to look forward to on Raw uh, on Monday, on Tuesday for Indians. Ronda Rousey is coming back just for a ratings bump. She's going to choose the SmackDown champion. And then Lashley is going to be back with the new champion. I don't think we'll see Lesnar because he's officially a SmackDown guy. So we'll see the story continue there. Rollins is going to be there. Too much chaos right now. And it's all because COVID got to Roman. So, or if, as Pat McAfee said, Roman Reigns happened to COVID. So whatever the case, but it's going to be a wild ride forward. And I'm excited to see Lashley as champion. He totally deserves it. That man has worked too hard. And now he's a two-time WWE champion. Mm, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, 
very really predictable outcome yeah that is true but uh, uh, in theory lester was the favorite to really beat lashley so they had to find a screwy way to you know uh, screw lester in the situation that was roman and paul him you know joining uh, again so at this point this show has been uh, centered around roman reigns mm. and another guy we'll get to that in the main event but uh, really not digging the show at this point so shall we move on to the intergender match for an intergender match the mixed tag match <laughs> mixed tag match, mixed tag match. Yeah. Uh, yeah what did i say on. intergender fuck but anyways uh, before that you just pointed out the whole situation with the women's you know what's going to happen at mania i would really dig if they if so we are not getting it at a unification in the men's side so at least do it for the women's the nxt and the men also no 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 fuck nxt i'm talking about with ronda winning uh, the rumble and now she has to choose uh, one of these champions i say she goes for becky becky is the main goal right here but this time do something different i don't want to see another triple threat like at the end of the day ronda versus becky should be your main championship match and it should be for both titles if okay. you do that is fine Here, here's a pitch double do ronda versus becky versus charlotte again for both titles again and have ronda with how about that or becky two belts again just do the same stuff or else uh, you can really take the advantage of the two night thing with mania do the smackdown title match have someone fight both nights with one of them you know walking in uh, walking in night two as champion and facing becky and that match should be uh, becky versus ronda this time the singles match that we have been waiting for man that's too dreamish i don't think that's going to happen it's going to be charlotte versus ronda on night 2 it's going to be becky versus bianca on night 1 and that makes me think what is sasha banks going to do trish stratus that dream match is going to happen where did this oh, why does trish stratus somehow shows up and we think about a dream match because see sasha banks was a trish stratus is always been the dream match but wwe doesn't see anyone except charlotte flair for these big matches we needed becky versus ronda they gave us becky versus ronda versus charlotte we needed trish versus sasha we got trish versus charlotte so we don't get the dream matches that we want so just don't expect it sasha versus trish can happen because sasha doesn't have a program on wrestlemania so if they want to make it ronda versus sasha versus charlotte that would be awesome to watch but if they do want to make it but other than that i think these are the three women's matches that we are going to see i'm not digging this rosalmania season already man it's 63 days away be patient so this 63 days yeah i think i'm already losing my patience <laughs> let's talk about this mixed tag match with edge and beth phoenix the grit couple facing the it couple that is uh, miss and maris they also had a similar video package kind of like what lashley and lesnar got with uh, the narrator talking about they you know how these couples are kind of different in their ways mm. it's also it also comes in with the name so i thought it was fine i thought it was going to be bad but it was fine for what it was 
and uh, yeah that was it what did you think about this mixed tag match i liked it i didn't hate it actually because whenever you see a mixed tag you already expect bad uh, quality but you had to remember the it's edge it's with phoenix hall of famers for a bloody reason so it was a great match to be honest i loved it i saw a lot of comedic uh, roles between all of them the purse came back with probably the break inside they were they had matching gears that was great uh, edge and beth phoenix were doing blue these two were doing red so and edge's entrance come on it's like the best entrance music in all of wrestling and everybody gets hyped with it so great stuff they did a awesome double spear in the match to miss they did a double glam slam to end it so those were two of the highlights in this match but all in all honestly i don't think this match was as bad as people were going to expecting it to be i think it was a good filler match and this also cancelled the chances of edge or miz entering the rumble because it was just after this yeah, at this point i almost forgot this match existed but <laughs> uh, nonetheless it was fine for what it was and uh, we obviously we, we know who the great uh, wrestlers were in this match of, of course the baby faces edge and beth phoenix did their best to you know work through a decent enough match like marais was the re- really weak link she actually pulled off a decent looking hargrana bless mm-hmm. her and uh, about beth phoenix man i really dig the i think she was going for a bull nakano look the old school wrestler from japan mm-hmm. so i really dig that with the mohawk and stuff she looked like a badass so good compliment over there for beth phoenix and uh, like you said uh, we also had beth phoenix laying her hands on the miss at one point like she hit a power bomb i think mm. she also did something else like we absolutely beat the shit out of miss at one point and uh, we also see you know like i mentioned marie's pulled off a hurricane on edge and uh, you just mentioned the finish of this match like the baby faces got their you know revenge like we see the double spear by beth and edge on miss and the ending part was the double glam slam back to back and there you go that was the way that the it sorry the great couple edge and beth phoenix got the win and there you go i hope this is done and edge could move on to something important edge can take a break now he can take a one month break and come back for aj styles please just give us edge versus aj styles at wrestlemania and that's enough we don't need anything else uh will he take a one month break i don't know this miss feud was totally a filler feud because he didn't need it but obviously they did need something to extend the edge's you know uh, path to wrestlemania until he gets at uh, aj but next month is saudi so i don't know if they would like to keep edge out of saudi because saudi loves legends and there are not a lot of legends left in wwe except orton goldberg edge and all those people so they would like to have edge mm, i don't know who's going to face maybe bobby versus edge the wwe championship maybe have that so something like that could happen but ultimate stage i think it's going to be aj at wrestlemania Hmm. I think Edge works the Saudi show. Yes, to right. Yeah, exactly because of the legend status. And who do you think is the chamber going to this time? 
Will we have one chamber? Will are we having two chambers? What's going on? Uh, I think it's going to be one chamber, but uh, and I think it's going to be for the uh, WWE Championship number one contendership because Reigns versus Lesnar, of course, like a blind guy can guess it. But who's Lashley going to face? I seriously don't know. Edge is going for AJ Styles. Uh, okay, without judging the quality of the wrestlers right now and how good they are on Raw, the candidates I can name for Lashley at WrestleMania are Austin Theory, Finn Balor, and that's it. Because Kevin Owens, he's going to team with Rollins for the tag team titles. Randy Orton, he's going to face Riddle. AJ Styles, he's going for Edge. Edge, obviously vice versa. You have nobody left to face Bobby Lashley. Biggie is officially part of the uh, SmackDown roster because now they need the New Day together. There is literally no one to face Lashley. If you decide Omos to go against Lashley, that would be a great match. But there's literally nobody to face Lashley, if I'm missing some name. Man, they really fucked up when they have last year. Yeah, absolutely. You could have gotten that moment at WrestleMania. Yeah, that is true. See how that title, title uh, turned out for Biggie. Nothing. It's absolutely nothing. That McIntyre match, that Reigns loss, it's like totally meaningless and Biggie is such a great talent and we were expecting him to win the freaking rumble. People were placing bets on him and he randomly got eliminated by a tag team RK bro. Nice. Wonderful. But uh, nothing else to add man. Shall we quickly get into the men's Royal Rumble match? Yes, we should because as we are going through, I'm feeling like I liked the show before doing the review. Now, Now I feel it's like a two out of ten show. You see, man, that's when we get to the nitty and gritty, that's when we give our uh, honest opinion. Yeah, exactly. Because you assumed that stuff was good, but it was not. See, man, see, I think January is not a good month for wrestling. I haven't enjoyed nothing. We started good at day one. We didn't talk about day one because unfortunately I didn't have time. But day one was a freaking amazing pay-per-view. It was good. But January 1st, so don't even consider it. But yeah, Rumble, sucked. let's talk about the men's one now. Okay, so this is the men's Royal Rumble match. So, bit like similar hype for the women's, but I think when I saw the number one and number two and the way it started, I had some different opinion. And uh, overall, it was obviously better than the women's Rumble match. And uh, the pacing was a little different. Like you begin your match with AJ and Shinsuke and do, do some good wrestling. Of course, I will be invested. So number one, it was AJ Styles. Uh, number two, Shinsuke Nakamura. AJ so did the still... Shawn Michaels pose because number one, Michaels won. So that was a throwback. Now, great thing he didn't do the this throat, throat slash thing. <laughs> Aha! Very dark humor over there. I'm sorry, man. But uh, it was Shinsuke and AJ opening up. Very good wrestling. And then we get to Austin Theory, if I'm not wrong, who came out to number three. Yeah, I I actually predicted four of the entries in this year's Rumble. I predicted number three and four, Austin Theory and Rude. 
so yeah austin theory did come out hey, did you predict uh, austin theory going to the final four no i didn't i predicted austin theory at number 3 being the iron man of this match because i felt wins is behind austin theory he wants him to do well he's obviously not going to win he's obviously not going to have the most eliminations what's the next big thing being the iron man having most time but he didn't even get that so yeah so uh, after theory was done we see robert root coming out uh, pat mcafee called him bob root for some reason he always But, calls him uh, that does he yeah every time i didn't know that but uh, rude went to face to face with aj styles and we hear tna chant of mm. course but uh, this didn't last long uh, rude was eliminated immediately and then we get into the other big names we see sam zayn coming out johnny knoxville showed up got a huge pop he a kind of a big pop and i i can't me sometimes i really don't get the crowd reaction when it's a big big pop i could really hear that other than that i sometimes feel they are really piping in the noise no actually johnny knoxville is a big name for them and crowd yeah he is yeah crowd loves them uh, him and he came out with the entire cast of jackass forever and it was good stuff we knew uh, any celebrity comes around this time they give it to sami zayn logan paul came out uh, last year and now johnny knoxville so it's just random stuff just to get some publicity the web series gets promoted i think it's a movie or web series i don't know that gets promoted wwe gets a global audience again simple and sami zayn makes more money yeah resigned good stuff good for him so uh, johnny knoxville shows up and he had his you know cast members coming out and i don't know who the little guy is but i think he's the same guy who got killed by brock lesnar sorry what he got killed absolutely decimated by lesnar uh, 24 hours ago oh yeah yeah it's the same guy yeah he got dumped on one of table. the table in some hotel or yeah. restaurant that was a big lol thing but johnny knoxville is out and he actually did something in this match he spent a short amount of time like he actually got decimated by aj styles with those forearms and strikes and montes ford was who was in the match it a uh, what does he call his frog splash i love it from the heavens and it indeed is from the heavens that is a thing of beauty and uh, he gets dumped out by uh, rich holland i guess uh, was covered in the face mask because he has a broken nose so knoxville did fine for himself and i think omos came out and he started dumping everyone especially eliminated the entirety of street profits that is dawkins and ford and i don't know what happened next like there were multiple guys trying to throw this guy out i think he also dumped out damian priest sucks for priest over there and i, I something about priest man damian priest doesn't feel that much of a important character nowadays his character is booked well mm. he's booked well but uh, it doesn't feel the same guy that i used to see in nxt you know with the archer of infamy thing he used to light up the stage and all now he's half demon half priest what the fuck <laughs> He's as half Damian, half Priest. So it's a weird character, but they're doing a lot of stuff with the characters these days. 
so we don't know what to expect but good for him man he's just taken one uh, pinfall loss in his entire main roster career and that's a big thing and i think he's also going to have a big match at wrestlemania most probably finn balor maybe so that's going to be a great match and let's just see where it goes but i don't think it's that bad of a character it can evolve but they need new things with it he's doing the same stuff he gets angry causes a dq that's the same stuff need some new things almost that i mentioned shockingly got uh, dumped by you know uh, a bunch of guys thanks to some assistance from chad gable who was led the pack this was a good spot all of those guys were eliminating him and then aj sells comes and runs into a forearm not runs into he smashes a forearm onto the leg of omos maybe and then omos gets eliminated good throw back to them being tag team partners and little uh, shocker because for a second i thought omos is uh, winning the royal rumble but uh, did, that didn't happen it didn't even last uh, i think he lost a bun what maybe 10 minutes or less than that mm So then we had a uh, happy Corbin and Madcap loss. It's a big loss for me when I want to uh, watch Raw every Monday night. He's on SmackDown. But uh, I'm talking about the Raw man. You you messed everything up with this whole joke. It, it was a bad attempt by me. But uh, uh, Corbin and Madcap Moss are there and they dump the crowd favorite AJ Styles. Randomly. Just randomly. Yeah, it was very similar to Sasha uh, being dumped by Zelina mm-hmm. Vega. So, AJ Styles should have really stayed longer, I guess. But uh, who am I, man? So, at this point, the this match, the uh, excitement kind of died until we got to see other guys. Like, and I forgot to mention, Ricochet was selling, uh, bumping the hell out of for almost. Yes, that shock was thunders. and he almost died yeah he he sold it good so at this point this match has uh, died for a while but thankfully riddle came out at least one crowd favorite is out there riddle came out rick boogs actually got some good showing i guess i think he is a somewhat of a become a crowd favorite you know ever mm. since we, we came back from the pandemic mm. so rick boogs is out there riddle is out there so uh, name the big names are coming in rey mysterio is out there and uh, shall we get to the final parts uh, because then we see actually the big stars i guess pad bunny was one of the big names he was rumored to be there but yeah this was a surprise appearance wasn't and, even uh, rumored wwe just put up a picture of pad bunny and undertaker in st louis it was kind of obvious that he's going to be there another one you're missing you went on to number 28 but one you're missing is number 21 drew mcintyre I think we didn't expect him till Mania. The news was the uh, that he was coming back at Mania, and he's recovered very soon. And I don't know what the program is going to be for him. Uh, weren't people expecting Drew versus Brock versus Roman? So I think that would happen again because Drew was the last one uh, Lesnar eliminated. That would seriously be a possibility, a triple threat. So yeah, Drew is one of those names as well. um you just mentioned drew mcintyre yeah he was the guy who you know came back uh, this was actually his return he got rid of uh, both madcap moss and corbin and also made sure he killed them with steel steps so uh, like i mentioned bad bunny 
he like the wrestlemania appearance killed it with that canadian destroyer he did on riddle was a thing of beauty riddle uh, made sure he looked like a absolute beast i'm talking about bad bunny so that was a great spot i popped big for that so bad bunny after that decided to you know actually he almost turned heel or rey mysterio at one point mm-hmm. tried to dump yeah. him outside but that failed i guess then we saw mr money shane mcman come back as well so another rumor Ma- name huh? yeah shane mcman was rumored to appear and this was a couple of shocking return not shocking but decent returns uh, made you smile a bit to see these guys again and all the freaking forbidden door talk and stuff it was just mickey james and we expected moose to be there we expected jericho cody roads and all these guys they weren't going to be there but yeah good to see bad bunny again he should please come back for wrestlemania because he's indeed a good wrestler he can do stuff with someone like uh, sami zayn or uh, shamus because he eliminated shamus you have a story that you can do it so yeah happy to see these uh, random returns so uh, as we get to the nitty and gritty the final moments uh, the final entrant before shane like shane was there bad bunny was there and uh, randy orton st louis guy got a huge huge pop. reaction and uh, the final entrant number 30 that music hit that signature music and i know who was winning the rumble at that point <laughs> same with uh, how we see, saw what happening at the women's rumble lesnar came in he cleaned house and i mean this literally dumping each and every one out of that uh, ring and he also went face to face with bad bunny bad bunny actually took a good looking f5 good on good, good for him so he also dumped out uh, randy orton and uh, riddle he absolutely launched riddle to another universe yeah go on and uh, final two of course uh, mcintyre and uh, lesnar who were you know a little throwback to the 2021 but this time uh, lesnar was uh, not in the same mood as he quickly get rid of uh, mcintyre with a kind of a f5 elimination mm-hmm. so lesnar wins the men's war rumble is going to wrestlemania this is somewhat of a revenge on what happened to him earlier on yeah uh, those sort of mid point of this match was turning out to be the roman reigns show mm. now it is the roman reigns and brock lesnar show and that's how i describe this entire paper premium live event my bad so this is how a premium live event turns out it's like a monday night raw uh, glorified pay per view man yeah like i say glorified raw that's yeah. the great way to put it so Yeah, man, yeah. that was the entirety of the show. I think it's going to be a triple threat for the Universal title at Mania. I think it's going to be Drew, Lesnar, Reigns. And my God, that's going to be an explosive match. So Lesnar and Drew, it was a good throwback to the WrestleMania 36 PC match because they've had no interactions other than that, except for the rumble uh, that Drew eliminated him, which got a massive reaction. So this was a good throwback to that. Lesnar gets his revenge. I think it's going to be a triple threat because you need some change in Reigns versus Lesnar. It's happened like a million times now. So I think that's going to be that. But overall, I'm very disappointed with the show, and uh, I'm looking forward to maybe you can say Saudi Arabia's Elimination Chamber. That could be a good show, but I don't think 
they've got enough stories moving into wrestlemania until and unless they shock us on raw or smackdown um i don't know man this show like i said one word to describe it underwhelming i think there is something something happening like i don't know if i want to bring this up but uh wins mcmans i think mother passed away yeah she passed away just 24 hours ago i don't know i don't, I don't want to relate these two things but i think there was something kind of a panic backstage on how you will handle the show i don't know if wins was there or not but uh... we didn't get any news on that but yeah it would be tough she was 101 years old it would wins would have been ready for this moment since a decade or so now but still losing your mother would be a big big loss and i can't imagine the mental state of him running the show but his entire philosophy has been the show must go on so i'm happy that he could bring us the show no matter what and i don't think so he was backstage at the show but a lot of the booking felt like bruce pitchard so until we get some further word on it i don't know and uh, you just mentioned about this uh, men's you no know, main event scene for wrestlemania so you mean to tell me we are not getting lesnar and reigns like originally programmed we are getting mcintyre yeah because other than that drew doesn't have anything to do uh i don't uh, i think they wanted to do drew versus roman at uh, saudi but rollins has to continue right now for the storyline so originally i thought lesnar lashley was going to be wrestlemania and that's why i thought drew versus roman would have been in uh, wrestlemania as well but now drew doesn't have anything to do he needs to be incorporated into a storyline this triple threat would be the best idea uh what what should i say spandan man i'm uh, i was expecting a really good solid show from wwe at least for the rumble their pay per view track record is good uh, their shows don't suck generally uh, when it's a big stage but too much expectation maybe i was very excited to watch the show woke up early watched it but yeah very disappointed with it you can't do anything yeah The only thing I have to show is this frozen picture of me. See, that's the only thing I have to show. Nothing mm. much. That's the best reaction to this event. What the hell was this? But yeah, man, when is elimination game over? February nineteenth. So we got anything else in terms of schedule? No. So that's the one paper you before we get to Mania. Yeah, they they've got Mania is Mania is nine weeks away. So they've got three weeks uh, of build up to Saudi Arabia and then six weeks of build up to WrestleMania. So should be good, I guess. Yeah, it is good. And uh, what's your schedule, man? Are you showing up for Elimination Chamber? Yeah, I am. Are you sure about that? Yes, I'm putting it into the slam, of course. And uh, is is the chamber happening on a Friday and Saturday in terms of their timing? I don't know. I'll have to check February nineteenth. I don't know what February nineteenth is, but they generally do it on a Thursday because that suits them. February nineteenth is a Sunday. Okay, so you'll have, you'll have to see them. I don't know. This they have really changed the schedule for this premium live event. 
Yeah, they have. And uh, the one thing I forgot to point out that the crowd looked really good in that big stadium that they did. Yeah, I I like the straight uh, entrance, but I don't like the uh, you know curved entrance way they did at SummerSlam and the one they do in the previous years at Rumble. I like the straight stage. And the pyro system was great. It was on top of the ring. Yeah, kind of a unique way. I hope I'm a big uh, Royal Rumble happening in small arenas because the crowd reaction comes up very loud. Aka mm. what I saw in 2018. Yeah, that that was a great Rumble. But uh, I think it's time we get the hell out of here, Spandan. Before we leave, we can just find it. You guys can find me at YouTube at Gharbethe BC. It's a YouTube channel. I do podcasts and special videos. A lot of good stuff there. And you can follow me on Instagram at spandan dot zero zero four. It's a change, so go follow me. I do fun stuff there as well. See you. And you can find Slam of Wrestling on Twitter at Slam of Wrestling. Instagram at Slam of Wrestling. You can catch this review in Anchor and Spotify as well. Let me bring up my face. This. Let's see WWE Raw Rumble 2022 review, and we'll see you guys next time.